RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and 10 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, BJ Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Happy game day to you. Boise State basketball, big one tonight against Colorado State, and we are excited to talk about it, break it down here on Bronco Nation News Live for the next uh, 30, 35 minutes with Jay Tust, and then uh, Nico Medved going to join me around 9.30. Looking forward to that, catching up with Coach Medved ahead of uh, the game tonight against Colorado State. It's a cold, snowy, uh, you know, was doing little donuts, taking the kids to the bus this morning, Jay, but it uh, doesn't really seem like basketball weather, but I guess it's a good day to hopefully uh, get inside Extra Mile Arena and warm up and should be a fun game tonight. 
you were out doing donuts, taking the kids to the bus stop? Uh, you know, when you turn, you just kind of, I guess it wouldn't be a full donut, but the back wheels come out a little bit, you know? Okay. Just I'm a little just bit. With you, man. Yeah. yeah. I just got done dropping the kiddo off at school, too. Yeah. It took a little, yeah, uh, first a little day back at school. First day back at school, by the yeah. way, in like three weeks. So uh, it was a little, little rougher morning getting the kids up and going. Yeah. I, I feel you on that one now, man. But um, she's gone, and now the house is just a little quieter than it's been the last few weeks. You know what? I love my kids, but it is uh, yesterday doing the show and having my kids around. And yeah, it is a little, it is, I, I know the feeling <laughs> working from home for the most part. I know the feeling, uh, but uh, excited to be back at it tonight was reading one of those uh, mornings, Jay, where you just couldn't sleep and it was five ten, And I just finally said, why waste my time? Got up and got to work and uh, did a nice thorough read of Nate Lowry's game notes. Kudos to Nate Lowry and the uh, staff over there for the game notes. Some interesting notes, which I'm sure you've done in terms of your prep work, getting ready for the game. You and uh, Nick Duncan tonight, by the way, on the call, Mountain West Network. And I believe, did, did KTVB pick it up? What do we got here? Uh, the the mothership, is it's not going to be on actual Channel 7, but it will be streaming uh, KTVB.com, KTVB Plus, as well as Otto's okay. very own. 24 7 that the timing of it was a little difficult for us to figure out seven o'clock is right in our prime time window so. all right then we, then we found our, our first mistake in nate lowry's game notes i apologize for that it uh it, it said ktvb so well it, broadcast by ktvb i guess you could say but right. um it actually is going to be on a um a, a main station in denver today too so Saw that yeah we were able to kind of work that out and uh shout out to Mike Walsh and Jessica Hagen and everybody uh, that that made that happen. So uh, the game's gonna have a little greater reach now, which it, it it's deserving of. Um, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be awesome for you, man. Excited that uh, this big game. And again, I think I don't know if it was just the TV partners missed on Colorado State and and missed on Utah State or what, but the uh, Utah State Colorado State game the other night. Uh, we were all watching that together on Mountain West Network there at the James. Uh, can't get and now here it is Mountain West Network again tonight. But uh, the the benefit of that is that uh, you get to be on the call and and KTVB gets to have it. And I know it's a uh, it's a nice situation for you and Nick Duncan and uh, one of the premier games in college basketball tonight. I can't wait, man. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, on on one hand, I want to say, oh, the Mountain West uh, missed out on. A, a big time opportunity, really big time opportunities to yeah. have a top 25 Colorado state team playing at Utah state and at Boise state and back-to-back games. And neither of those on national television is tough, but I will also tell you that I'm glad that we were able to seize the moment, seize the opportunity and, and pick that game up and, and benefit from it ourselves. So it, it's by no means, uh, it's not us keeping it off of um, the national airwaves, by the way, this is something that was decided months ago and we got the blame Jay. Blame, Jay. blame Jay. I think that's the easiest way to do it. That's fine too. <laughs> by the way, Jay, we, uh, we have always broadcast on Facebook, on Twitter, speaking of digital streaming and broadcasts, uh, we've been on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, but today, for the first time, we're also broadcasting on the Bronco Nation News Instagram uh, account. They have uh, recently added live streaming uh, through this platform that we use connecting to Instagram, and so uh, we are hoping to build the Instagram page as well, so hopefully you follow Bronco Nation News on Instagram. If you're one of the folks watching on Instagram, we uh, appreciate you, and we'll be hopefully giving you these live broadcasts 9 a.m. weekdays, and then also uh, pre- and post-game shows as well, but uh, expanding our reach at BNN with the live shows now that we are on our 
Instagram channel, which last time I checked had uh, about 7,500 uh, followers, subscribers. I'm not sure what Instagram what, what was it like, likers. I don't know what, what you call it's it on Instagram. Good followers. Okay. So we got about 7,500 followers on the likers. I don't. <laughs> For someone that runs a social media digital company, I know very little about uh, digital in social media. So, uh, yeah, but uh, okay, yeah. So, 7,500, uh, we call them followers yeah. on Instagram. And uh, we appreciate all you guys adding to our reach here. So, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're going to continue to try to uh, build that uh, as well. And uh, one quick plug before I forget we are giving away Jay on Friday this chair. I know this would look good in Jay's office there. Uh, the Cutwater Spirits, we thank them for giving us this chair to give away. We'll be giving it away on Friday uh, as part of our weekly subscriber giveaways. So make sure you're a yearly subscriber. BNN50 deals that promo code. Jump in, get a full year of coverage from Mike Prater, myself, and all of our uh, access. And uh, we're giving away some cool stuff on Friday, including some actual Cutwater Margaritas, some Cutwater Espresso Martinis, and the chance to win this chair so uh, that'll be on uh friday and uh, make sure you subscribe and uh, don't miss out on that all right jay uh i do want to talk malachi nelson and football down the road i mentioned that nico medved the colorado state coach is going to join me as well uh but uh, we got to start with the game tonight and and uh, extra mile arena uh less than 1500 tickets remaining as of yesterday i went on and looked this morning it looks like less than that uh sell this thing out if you're on the fence about going 20 dollars for a ticket like what do you uh, my wife and kids on a school night are going down. They're sitting way up top. They don't care. Uh, it's going to be a fun atmosphere, a fun environment tonight. And, and I, I, there are some tickets available, but I think it's probably around a thousand or less than that based on my uh, rough estimate of how many little circle blue circles I could see on the map. But uh, going to be one of the largest crowds, probably the largest crowd at this point to the season. Hopefully a sellout if they can get there in the next uh, 10 hours or whatever it is. But uh you know, we, we've both been covering this program for a long time, Jay. And when you get a, a big-time opponent to come in, a big-time crowd, uh, those are just fun, special nights in Extra Mile Arena. And I think uh, we, we all think of the San Diego State game last year being the, the most recent one, uh, but certainly has a chance for that again tonight. Up, oh, up, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's my, where's my, where's my, uh, where's my, uh, oh, I didn't have it ready. I'm, uh, I'm going to have a drop for when you do this. Okay. You might be on mute. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna have a drop for when you do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk with Karen. Uh anywho, um I think we saw that when Colorado State traveled down to Logan last week that the home court made it a difference there, man. Like that's the one thing we talked about even last week, BJ, is like not only is the Mountain West Conference good, but there are a lot of places that it's really hard to win on the road. You definitely like to think Boise's one of those places, but outside of that, you know, you go to the pit, you go to um, San Diego State, uh, obviously Utah State, Colorado State, Moby Arena is a great road environment where the fans are like right on top of the court. Yeah. Um, so, so this is like, this is one of those games where you need to win it. You have to defend home court this year in the Mountain West Conference. Like if you want to win the league, you need to you need to defend your home court because the road is going to be extremely difficult this year, right? So this is a it's so silly to call it a must-win game. Kind of a must-win game though for the Boise State men's basketball team. 
Yeah, and a couple of guys actually said that uh, yesterday um, because, uh, you know, the home games, when you're trying to protect the home court, Jay, as you just said, and I was, like, making sure all my flights were – I was looking this morning, actually, one of the, I was trying to make sure that two months ago when I booked all the flights for the road games that I had them all booked, and I was just kind of double-checking dates and figuring out my calendar of when I leave and come back for some of these games. And I looked at the – there's one stretch where they have, like, three straight road games where they go to, like – Utah State, New Mexico, Colorado State, or something where it's just like, man, like, uh, I mean, it, it, there are some rough stretches, particularly in the road games. I think there was one home game mixed in, but three out of four games, and there are three straight road games uh, that they had where I think Utah State, New Mexico, and Colorado State in some order. And, um, I mean, you look at the schedule. Yeah, there's there's no gimmies, and that's why the home games are so imperative. Because as we talked about, you got to go probably eight zero against the bottom feeders and five and five against the the top team. So every home game you drop against one of the top teams is a road game. You have to go in against one of the top teams. And so, I mean, you lose tonight, all of a sudden you got to go to Reno and you're looking at one and two in conference with San Diego state coming up next week and, and a UNLV team that I think is better than some people think now they got some transfers eligible. So, um, I, yeah, it, it, tonight is imperative. And I also think Jay, it's imperative just because you need that marquee win. And I know you can have a lot of chances to get it, but the, the everyone, you know, yeah, you don't have the bad loss and everything, but you're you're on you know, at best you're quote on the bubble. A lot of people don't even have them quite on the bubble yet. You're still 70th at the net. I mean, you're in the 60s at Ken Palm. Like you got to start making a move here, and you got to win some of these games. And so I, I think this is a prime opportunity at home against a number 17 ranked team. Which, by the way, Jay, this will be in terms of the AP rankings, and I'm sure you know this, but I put it on Twitter last night. In terms of the AP rankings, this would be the third best win all time. All time, Boise State basketball, they've only twice won a game against higher-ranked teams, and you can say, okay, is Colorado State as good as whatever, but Creighton was number 11 in 2013 and their 2012-2013 season, and then you have to go back to 1998. The Washington Huskies were ranked 15th. They only have two top 15 AP wins in program history. A win tonight, believe it or not, against Colorado State would be the third best win in program history. Uh, they've only won like six or seven against the AP top 25 in their history. Um, so a lot on the line tonight. And yeah, if, if you have aspirations of win getting to the tournament and, you know, trying to move up in some of these rankings, uh, a win tonight is imperative. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Um, I'm going to, uh, play devil's advocate here for a second because Boise state actually had a victory on, on the, on, well, at extra mile arena last year over the second ranked team in the country when they played them. When they played him, I guess you would say. Yeah, yes. I, I, I'm BJ. I'm right there with yeah. you. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, but I get. I mean, you could say that though if you wanted, right? They beat Loyola Chicago the year they went to the Final Four. They beat them by 30. So I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. When all is said and done, those rankings uh, matter. But you're exactly right. At the moment of tip off, this would be one of the biggest victories in, in program history for the Boise State men's basketball team, which feels significant because they've achieved a lot of history lately, and. Right now, the Mountain West Conference, it, it looks like it's about to get its due, BJ. They got three teams ranked in the top 25 right now. Yep. Um, San Diego State, uh, Utah State, and Colorado State. And Nevada's kind of flirting with votes in the top 25 as well. You can imagine if Boise State knocks, you know, picks up a couple victories, namely over Nevada and Colorado State in the next week or so, that yeah. they're going to start to to get some steam, you know. But, you know, you, you do look – I don't want to look too far down the road because – we got something awesome in front of our faces right now, but I think the, the stretch you're talking about BJ is on 
January 31st, Boise State goes to New Mexico. They come back home to host Air Force on a Saturday. But then that following week, they got they go to at number 17, Colorado State, and at number 10, uh, excuse me, at number 20, Utah State, that, that following week. So that is, man. That's that's going to be a tough road right there for sure. Yeah, no doubt. About it. I, uh, I don't want to fool people. I I did tape the interview with Nico Medved yesterday, Jay. Uh, I don't think I should shock anybody that he's not doing a live interview on game day with the opposing team's media. Uh, but I did want to play. I'm going to play the interview later, the full interview later in the show. But I wanted to play one click, one quick like 45 second snippet just as a preview of him talking about Boise State and playing uh, in uh, Extra Mile Arena tonight. Um. Terrific program. I mean, starts with with Leon and his staff. You know, they've been doing it for a long time. They've got, you know, great players. Tyson Dagenhart's one of the best players in our league. He just every time you pop on the film and watch him play, he's so under control, uh, hurts you in so many different ways. Uh, Ogbo can make shots from everywhere. It seems like he can throw them in from the upper deck, even when you're there. And uh, Omar Stanley, I mean, you're coming off a 30-point game. I mean, Max, I go on and on. I mean, these guys are are, are so well coached. They're connected. Uh, they know they're in the, and they're used to winning. And so, um, yeah, I'm expecting that. I think I saw that our night school started back here in Boise, so I'd expect nothing less. And to me, it's what makes college basketball great. And it's part of, you know, we go back to talking about why our league's doing so well. It's because you've got fan bases and places that care so much about college basketball and, you know, we'll play sold out. It'll be close to sold out there. It's going to be that way in the pit. It's going to be that way in Viejas. And you know what, BJ, when you guys come back to Fort Collins, it'll be sold out at our place too, uh, more than likely. And so that's what you got to love as a, as a competitor. And, and it's, it's what you work towards. And so it's going to be a tremendous challenge for our team, but you know, we're looking forward to it. If you want to compete in the league, you got to find a way to go give yourself a chance in these kind of environments. There he is, uh, Nico Medved. Great dude, by the way. One of my favorite coaches in the Mountain West. Awesome guy and always uh, uh, not afraid to turn down an interview. But I don't know if you heard or not, Jay, what happened with them. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this or not. But I was talking to them, and they uh, had decided, you know, rightfully so, to come straight from Logan to Boise after the game. Uh, they played in Logan on Saturday night. They're playing on Tuesday on Bo in Boise. I don't think they're in school yet. So they said, we'll just stay on the road. But they uh, didn't realize that it's only a four-hour bus ride from uh, Logan to uh, Boise. So they actually bus to Salt Lake City uh, and then flew uh, from Salt Lake City to Boise. All, but they had flight delays at the Salt Lake City airport. And uh, what could have been a four-hour bus ride ended up being like a seven, eight, nine, ten-hour travel day sitting in the Salt Lake airport while they're delayed. So um, I don't know if anyone's looking for a job on the Colorado State staff now, or uh, or uh, all jokes aside. But uh, they uh, they yeah, he told me they didn't realize it was only a four-hour bus ride. They thought it was further from Logan to Boise, and so they uh, went back and flew, and then had some delays. And so they got here Sunday evening, Sunday night, but it took a lot longer. Uh, than they expected it to, but uh, they were able to practice in Boise yesterday, and obviously that won't be a factor in the game, but I just thought it was a little interesting that uh, they uh, they made it to Boise, but I uh, didn't realize uh, that they could have just drove. That is hilarious, man. It is a pretty short drive, but... If you use that uh, on the broadcast tonight, you better credit Bronco Nation News. What's that? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I will take full credit for that, and I better if you, if that if that nugget gets used, I, I better hear I better hear Bronco Nation news getting a shout out. Okay, sounds Rich, good, buddy. Rich, Rich Waltz can do it on the CBS Sports Network broadcast. We can throw a couple in on the uh, Mountain West Network. Come on, yeah, that's because you have them on your your broadcast though, and you you well, bug them all the time. You, yeah. you know what? I was actually I was actually proud. 
I was actually I was actually proud of myself. Dan Dickow was doing the uh, color for the game the other night in San Jose, and I did not. I think it was the first time that he's done a game. I did not ask him to come on the pregame show. Usually, when Dan's doing a game, I'm like, oh, get him to come on for five ten minutes. Uh, I actually didn't know he was doing the game, but I got to the arena and I didn't even have time probably to go ask him at the last minute. Mm -hmm. But uh, he came on the Washington State game, and he actually I think enjoys coming on talking about Leon and and Tyson, and uh, he does a great job when he's on the color. But uh, yeah, I usually try to steal him for a couple of minutes, and uh, but I, I did not do it for the uh the uh san jose game so now i think the next time he's on i, I can uh go he ahead seemed like he, go he seemed like he was a little had a, like a little more pep like, like he seemed a little more excited about that game yeah he didn't get worn out on some pregame he, show before the game <laughs> no, you know, I, hadn't thought, I hadn't thought about that but when i rewatched the game particularly in the first half he did seem like he had a lot of energy so mm -hmm. uh, that that is true but uh Colorado State, this game tonight, Jay, um, I need to take a break, but we'll go one more thing here on Colorado State. Yeah. Just uh, Isaiah Stevens, man. We, we heard Leon talk about him yesterday, and I know you were doing the stats, but I was looking at it too. 17.6 points per game, 7.4 assists per game. He's the all-time leading scorer, the all-time leading assist man at Colorado State, and you dive into some of the numbers, he's shooting 46.6% from three-point range, over 53% from the field, 80% from the foul line. I mean, any way you, you dial it up, this guy's one of the premier players, not just in the Mountain West right now, but in college basketball. And I've heard a lot of people uh, say that he's in the running for an All-American team right now. You obviously will have a vote with that, with the AP ranking and the AP vote. Um, a lot of basketball left to be played, but Isaiah Stevens, one of the premier players in the country, uh, is worth the price of admission probably by himself tonight. Agreed. I think it's 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 uh, it probably says a lot about Nico Medved and his program that he's been able to keep Isaiah Stevens in Fort Collins for as long as he ha as he has because Isaiah Stevens could play wherever he wants in the country. He is a phenomenal athlete, and a lot of the times, you know, when we talk about Boise State's point guard situation, we talk about flow, we talk about tempo, um, and he is a guy that you just can't rattle. Like he just, you, it is, it's, it seems impossible to speed him up or make him uncomfortable or do anything he doesn't want to do. Right. I think, uh, you know, a potential key for tonight's game though, is actually having Isaiah Stevens shoot the basketball. And what I mean by that is, and this is definitely one of those predictions that could come back to burn you there. You're BG. wanting that or you're not wanting that? I actually want it. You're wanting a guy shooting 46.6% from three-point range, 53% from the field, 81% from the foul line, and is averaging over 17.6 points per game to shoot. Yep. You rooting for Colorado State tonight or what? Give us your reasoning. If, if you look at Colorado State season, when Isaiah Steven attempts 16 or more shots, they are one and two, meaning when he attempts 15 or less, they are a perfect 12 and 0. And what I think that means, BJ, is, is Colorado State is so good offensively, man. If you can defend, you know, the first 20 to 23 seconds of the shot clock and all of a sudden it gets down to now they have to put it in Isaiah's hands and let him try to create, um, again, he is really, really good at doing that. But I think it gets them out of the rhythm and flow of what they want to really do as an offense, right? You look at their assist numbers, they're averaging they're averaging over 20 assists as a team per game. I mean, that that's a that that's insane. Yep. Almost as insane as the fact they're shooting 53% as a team, which 
going into last game, they were number one in the country. They surrendered that. Now they're just number two. Um, but I, I just think that if you can get Isaiah's shot volume up, it likely means that Boise State is doing a really good job at defending that that first 20 to 25 seconds of the shot clock. And now all of a sudden you're you're kind of pushing them into an area on offense that they don't that they might, you know, Isaiah's still good at it, but it's not necessarily what they actually might want to do on offense. Does that make sense? Yep. No, totally doubt. What else does uh, Boise State need to do to get the win tonight? Uh, we will uh, talk about that in 90 seconds. Don't go anywhere here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. All right, back here live on Bronco Nation News. We got some comments. We'll take your comments in the ICCU uh, YouTube chat. Uh, Jesse said, oh, someone said, stop trying to make uh, basketball happen. It's not a thing. And then Jesse said, I think BJ's plan was to get the basketball in first before the football to keep most audience members the entire show uh, partially. But also, I think a game against the number 17 ranked team in the country should be the lead story over uh, news that's been official for a day or two. Maybe I'm wrong on that, Jay, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to the football talk in a few minutes. But uh, finishing up this basketball game tonight, again, you're going to hear Jay Tust and Nick Duncan on the call all the various online platforms with KTVB plus KTV.com and as well as the mountain West network. Um, but Jay, uh, from the Boise state perspective, we saw Omar Stanley go get 30. We've seen some positive things. Point guard play still developing, I guess you could say, um, you know, where, I mean, they, they were, I don't say lucky to win that game because they played very well the last five, six minutes, but that game was not looking good for a good majority of the game down there in San Jose. Um, just where are you overall, I guess, on Boise State, the Boise State side coming into this game? You know, we were sold that Boise State would be deeper this year. And I really do think that the San Jose State game, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to chalk it up to just the, the flow of the game made it very difficult for Boise state to use their depth the way they want to. Right. Uh, I do think they have more depth, but they have to have it show up, man. Um, last time Boise state was at home against a much lesser opponent in Utah Valley, Leon rice, you know, he got cam Martin and some of the guys off the bench into the game really, really early in that game. 
I'm wondering if he'll try to do that again just to try to get those guys into the flow and the rhythm of the game tonight against Colorado State. But against San Jose State, he waited a little bit, getting down with what Amy was doing, uh, trailing at seven by seven at halftime. You know, BJ, we, we've known this. Uh, Leon Rice, he he's going to ride his horses in Mountain West Conference play. And the, ultimately, the way that that game went against San Jose State, that's just kind of what he had to do down the stretch. But the big four, as good as they are, um, it would be really nice to have some punch from somewhere else that, that will benefit this team. And we said this, though. I mean, and by the way, uh, KTIK had Max Rice in studio yesterday, and he made some interesting comments about Cam Martin. Uh, I'll just read the quick quote that I pulled. Uh, his shoulder, it's been bugging him, so we're trying to get him right, you know. But he's a great dude. We love having him mm -hmm. around, and he stretches the floor, and he'll be good. He'll be good. So it sounds like there's something behind the scenes going on with Cam Martin's shoulder. We This was after Leon Rice had talked yesterday, so we didn't get a chance to ask him about it. But you may know more on this, Jay, but uh, I don't know if that's contributing to him playing in the second half. I, I will say this. Um, I'm, you know, take it for what it's worth, good or negative. But I, when I rewatched the San Jose State game the other day, Jay, in the second half with about 90 seconds to go, there was a huge putback for Omar Stanley uh, that pretty much sealed the game. And if you look at the bench, every single player on the bench stands up and cheers except Cam Martin. And mm -hmm. he, he just sat there and kind of did a little smaller cheer. And so not to say that, you know, I, I'm just saying, take it for what it's worth. But he didn't play a second in the second half. Um, and again, whether he's unhappy with that, whether, you know, who knows what he thought his role was going to be now he's coming off the bench, not starting. And I just, you know, take it for what it's worth. But when I, I watch the, the energy and the excitement of every single player walk on or scholarship player on the bench, go crazy after that basket standing up. And I, there was one player sitting and I said, who is that? And I rewound it back and it was Cam Martin just sitting there. So I don't know if he's unhappy. I don't know if it's the shoulder injuries limiting his ability to play. If he's trying to push through and now he's unhappy. So he's saying, let's get the soldier. The show. I, I have no idea. Um, we'll see if, if he's limited, if he plays, if that's even a story, but Max Rice, the first we've heard about it coming out and saying, it sounds like there is something wrong with Cam Martin's shoulder. So that's something yeah. to keep an eye on, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, I, that is something to keep an eye on and to elaborate on that just a little bit, uh, probably planning on touching on it in the broadcast tonight, BJ, but you know, that is my understanding. And Cam Martin, it, it's funny because, you know, you see some of the, the criticism maybe about his game on, on social media, which I never like to feed, but I, in this case, I will explain a little bit. You, you look, he was an elite scorer at the, at the division two level. He was an elite shooter at the division two level. And he hasn't necessarily been that here. Why? Well, he does have a little bit of a shoulder injury going on. You'll, you'll notice when Cam shoots threes, BJ, or, or probably any really jumpers for that matter, he almost has like a little hitch in his release now. And that's 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 more than coincidental. He also shoots the ball kind of like side. It's kinda, yeah. But, but it, it hasn't always been like that from, from what I was told. And as he's dealing with some of that stuff right now, it's making him a different player and it's forcing him into maybe a different role than what he did envision when he came to Boise state. And so there's just, there's some adjusting going on there right now, man. And I truly believe when they brought him here, I think that they thought that he would be the starter and that Omar would be the guy off the bench, but Omar is developing at an incredibly rapid pace yep. and cams dealing with some stuff right now. I do think that cams overall, uh, feel knowledge of the game will allow him to adapt and 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 come off the bench 
but he's you know he's it, it probably is a little humbling at the same time being a seventh year senior with 2000 plus career points to your name like it, that's just a that's an adjustment period that you know um he's just going to have to go through and he's going to have to figure out but i i mean i got to say this about omar man uh you know, Chandler Hutchison had some dominant runs his his final year as a Bronco. I knew you'd have a stat for the three twenty point games here or something with Omar. Well, Der- Derek Marks could could get super hot. Um, you know, it, it's funny, BJ. I could, th- I mean, I can't throw a stat at you that would that would suggest how d- dominant he's been. But in, in this case, I'm actually just going to go run with the eye test here. I I don't know if I've seen a Bronco be as dominant. I mean, he's the best player on the floor right now. And I, I, I against San Jose State, yeah, I don't even think you could freaking question it. Like, it, it was like so far above and beyond. Like, Omar was the best player on the floor in that game. Yep. And, um, and he's doing it in different ways. He's posting he guys is. up. He's uh, got this little runner now that he's banking off the glass. He can, I'm not a huge fan of him shooting you know, the three point shot, but, but just based on who else they have. And, uh, but he can, he can occasionally knock down a three and he's not afraid to shoot that as well. And, uh, I mean, he yeah, a lot of, a lot of their offense in that, huh? He has some versatility, man. Like, yeah. He can catch it at the top of the key, put it on the deck, and blow by you. And they had uh, nothing, nothing going for him in that San Jose game, and it was literally just get the ball to Omar. And like he, him, and Amy were just going back and forth. And they would have, they would have had no chance of winning that game if he didn't hit a, hit hit a couple of the shots, particularly in the first half that he did. I agree, and he is, uh, man, he's a special player. I, I, I would love to actually know what Leon's buddies are are telling him right now because I would assume it's something along the lines of. How the hell did you get that guy? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I was I said it on Twitter last week. The fa- the fact that St. John's missed on this guy is unbelievable. Now, yeah, it's imp- I mean, you look at go, uh, that's a fun uh, exercise that I saw on Twitter, and I should go mm-hmm. back and do it again. But if you see all the places that their players transferred to, like um, I saw Jeff Goodman or somebody saying like, why why were they terrible last year? Like they had like seven or eight guys transfer out, and they, like mm-hmm. a lot of them are like doing really good at other schools. And they didn't. They didn't even list. They didn't even list Omar Stanley because it was before he kind of went on this tear. Mm. There was five or six other guys that, like, they noted are go- went elsewhere from St. John's and are just absolutely killing it. And it makes you wonder how they weren't any good last year. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they even have guys that stayed at St. John's that are like balling right now. So, yeah, that that that's interesting, man. Um, and I know that there's the, St. John's has a really good player that plays a similar position to uh, Omar. That it would probably be hard for Omar to earn the minutes that he's currently getting at Boise State at St. John's. I get that, but still, man, it, it's worth figuring it out because Omar Stanley is a is an impeccable talent, and he uh, he's a guy that is he is changing the game for Boise State. If if they can figure out this point guard spot, man, I, they, they're going to be a really really dangerous team. But tonight is going to be one of those nights where um, it's this is this is this is the test. This is it's yeah. time to see if Roddy Anderson and Jace Whiting are, are ready to go. And uh, you know, one thing I will say is that you know you, we want to. Roddy was scoreless. Boise State hasn't had a point from their point guard position since the five fifty seven mark of the first half against Washington State on December twenty first. It's been a moment, man. Roddy did do some things, uh, nice things defensively in the second half of the San Jose State game. But they do need those guys to continue to come along and uh, and and be confident in what they do. I really liked Boise State tonight until I just started thinking of that point guard matchup. I just mm-hmm. gave, 
it gave me it gave me a little nervous feeling thinking about those two guys going. And I will say this though, like um, it's not all about the points. Like and I know you know this, but it's like I, I I don't I think they'd be perfectly happy if those guys didn't score a point if they didn't have six turnovers and if they but if and if they ran the offense and found guys like I think the zero points is culminated with uh you know the six turnovers and Jace Whiting driving into a seven footer that already has four blocks and putting up a shot that literally has no chance to go in. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it's just it's it's not necessarily the how I mean you don't we don't necessarily need to see them scoring for Boise State to do well, but I do think like there's other parts of their game when it when you add in the fact that they're not scoring and they're turning the ball over. It's okay if you're not out there to score then at least do some other things to help out here. When you're not defending or you're turning the ball over, I mean, Roddy Anderson just seems so sped up in that San Jose game with dribble right in. He also picks his dribble up way too early sometimes uh, for, for my liking at, at times. Just as soon as there's pressure, he picks the ball up um, sometimes. And so, I, you know, yeah, we've seen some ups, some downs, and I am, you know, that is a matchup tonight that probably is going to win them or lose them the game. How do those two fare? Uh, not necessarily just in the points battle, but in the overall just running the offense, the assists, whatever. And I'll just finish the battle basketball discussion jay by saying this i said it i'm pretty sure you said it as well i don't think anybody should really be surprised that the bench isn't playing much i mean that's just not leon rice's thing it's not what he does he trusts the guys that he believes and um you can argue and say some guy did on twitter like why is max rice playing 38 minutes but again when you're in crunch time and you're in a game that you're losing and you need to win nothing against kobe young or rj keen or some of these guys but you're going to trust your sixth year senior that's been there and done that and so i i uh I'm not super surprised that when push comes to shove here in these big conference games, he's riding the starters. Yeah. And and by the way, Max Rice over the last six games, he's averaging 17.3 points. He's shooting 48.9% from three. He's averaging four rebounds, almost three assists a game. Um, when he makes at least three threes in a game, Boise State has won 83.3% of their games, uh, including their 4-0 this season. He he's he's such a key part to their success. I think the thing that I would say about him, Tyson Dagenhart, even Buzo, you know, Stanley is is the new guy, so he's definitely getting a lot of attention. But those other guys, yeah, don't get don't get bored with 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 greatness. I mean, I don't even maybe greatness is a little too far, but don't get bored with success, man. Like, don't get bored with consistency. Tyson Dagenhart, Max Rice, Jabuzo Abo. These are guys that have done it at a high level for a long time. And just because Max puts up 12-7-4 and four against San Jose State now, if he does that last year or, year or a year ago, that's a phenomenal stat line. And, and now it almost seems like it's like, why didn't he score a little more? 12-7-4? You know, anybody's taking that stat line in college basketball, right? Yep. So don't, don't get bored with success or consistency. Those guys have, have been really darn good and. Don't don't make it to this point in time next year. I mean, it's almost like Marcus Shaver Jr., right? Shave had his struggles last year. He was injured, went through a shooting slump and all that stuff. And and a lot of people, probably myself included, man, kind of honed in on that. And now all of a sudden he's gone, and you're like, huh, man, do the Broncos miss that guy? Oh, yeah. But don't don't put yourself in that position with a guy like Max Rice by not appreciating what he's doing now. And if his dad wasn't the coach, I don't think the criticism will be nearly as high. Probably not, but I, I, I just, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I really don't see somebody stepping into the starting lineup right now and doing what Max does. I, oh, no doubt. Like I said, in the last five, six minutes, I really firmly believe that. 
in the last five, six minutes of that game, did you want Max Rice out there or RJ Keene or Kobe Young? And I like RJ Keene a lot. I like Kobe Young. It's nothing personal to them, but you're going to take your sixth year senior over a guy who's averaging five, six minutes a game pretty much any time. Yeah. And, and even that, man, like it's just the, the way the game unfolds for Max. Like it just, it just seems like at times it's moving at a snail's pace. And, and that's a compliment because he's, he is just so he, his instincts are great. He's still knowledgeable of the game. He has great awareness and, you know, I, I there was a point in time in that game where um, oh, I can't remember the exact score if it was a tie game or Boise State was slightly down, but Tyson Dagenhart hit a hit a wide open three. Yeah, Max was, Max had open three too and passed it off to him. He he passed it off to him, and it was just like Max's shot would have been good. Tyson's shot by passing it off to him was was the best shot available because he was wide open. Great he also looked like a bucket. He also had a great pass late in the second half uh, to oh, a streak to a streaking right? uh, maybe oh, or a streaking Degenhart for a layup. I think oh, too okay. at one point he had a couple. He had four assists, so yeah. he had multiple ones. But there was one where they really needed a bucket, and Tyson was streaking, and he was on the wing, and he found him and had a layup. And uh, all right, final thing, basketball, Jay. Just the game yes. tonight. You were calling must win. We're calling whatever. Just uh, uh, I, you know going to be a big crowd again if there are some tickets available 20 bucks if you want to go to the game i highly recommend it uh the weather is not supposed to be terrible later today the snow will kind of clear out here i think it's going to melt hopefully um but uh just your final thoughts on this matchup and the importance of it man it's a big one for boise state as we've talked about they need it to start to build their resume um i didn't check today bj but as of a day or two ago Boise State actually did get credited with a quad one win because St. Mary's is moving up in, in the net. That yep. was a neutral court game. St. Mary's was at number 50, so Boise State technically does have that quad one win. They're but, still number 50, by the way. Okay, well, there you go. So Boise State ha does have a quad one win. But as, as the Broncos look to start to position themselves not only for the NCAA tournament, not only in the net rankings, um, this is the one that they need in order to contend for a Mountain West Conference championship. And so big game tonight. I, I would assume if they can go get this one quad one win, they would make a big jump in the net rankings. They would get a much needed victory or an important victory in the Mountain West, uh, Mountain West tournament eventually here, but Mountain West Conference race and um, got to defend the home court, man. The, the, it is it is of the utmost importance this year in the Mountain West Conference. And you feel a little less pressure to go down to Reno and win against a uh, really good Nevada team, you know, coming up this weekend. What's up, Abe? Abe Jackson watching, saying, what's up, fellas? Appreciate you, Abe, for watching. Let's go, uh, Abe. And uh, we'll be seeing you uh, tonight on the pregame show. Uh, Nico Medved, Colorado State coach, coming up shortly. But, Jay, first, want to get just a quick thought on the official transfer news, Malachi Nelson, uh, all of the other guys that are now officially committed. We're going to talk mm -hmm. at halftime to Spencer Danielson tonight to get his thoughts on all this. But uh, a big week or so, and and uh, what do you make of, of uh, what they've done so far? I'm not a, I'm not an I told you so guy, BJ. Not I'm, I don't, I'm not an I told you so guy. And I'm not even saying I told you so, but I, I just feel like, you know, after Taylor Green transferred, we just had, there were just a number of people on Twitter that say, you know, quit saying stuff is happening behind the scenes. We want to see it. Well, there it is. You've seen it. I, so it just took some patience. Like they just weren't going to run off and make a decision and yep. grab the best available person out of the portal at that point in time. They were going to, they were, they waited. You know, I, and I say this because I said I said this before the bowl game, and now we can see that it's certainly the case after the bowl game. 
Malachi Nelson didn't even enter the transfer portal until after Boise State's bowl game. So why would they? Why would they? Why should they have been in a hurry to address that before the bowl game? Like, yep. j- just because Taylor left and Taylor committed, you know, before Boise State pulled in, pl- played in a bowl game, that, that didn't mean that the Broncos had to go out and address that that quickly. Um, they go and they get the high, the, the highest rated recruit in program history. People want to split hairs on that, by the way, but I'm 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 calling it that because. He was the number one overall recruit at one point in time in the 2023 recruiting class. By most publications, he still finishes a top 15 overall recruit. And the fact that Boise State was able to get him here is is nothing short of phenomenal. Is the um, uh, by the way, hold on. Jesse says, "Did you see that USC receiver is visiting Boise right now?" From his page, he was having a big Judd's burger. Which receiver was that? that uh, Dorian uh, Kent Singer. That would be something if that was that of the case. That'd be something. He had a thousand yard season at Arizona. Transferred to USC, didn't do as much there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they were to get Singer, that would be a big time pickup. But uh, yeah. I, I, if anybody has any more info on that, let me know. But uh, having a big Judd's burger, he says right now he's eating a big Judd's burger at nine forty in the morning. I, <laughs> come on, get you Goldies or something for breakfast, right? You can come back there later, or get to our sponsor Taco Bell there on Broadway. Hey, there you go. Or Lean Peas, uh, come on. Um. Are you seeing Man, that on social media anywhere? I, I haven't yet. I guess we'll we'll dive into that, or maybe I'll talk. Sorry, I cut you off though. But uh, the other guys as well. I mean, it was a you get the quarterback, you got the other guys. I mean, it, it what a difference you know eight or nine days does make. It, they they addressed everything they needed to address, man. Like they obviously went in and they were really aggressive on early signing day. Um, you know, trying to trying to build their their younger you know, parts of their program. They're more experienced, inexperienced parts of the program. And then we talked about what they kind of needed when it came to, um, you know, the transfer portal was a quarterback. Anytime you can load up on a defensive lineman, you'll do that. That has experience and production. They did that. Uh, They likely needed a wide receiver, got them. And, um, and maybe a cornerback to push that competition. And and they did that. So I think they, they hit a home run this last week, man. Like, um, they they crushed the portal in my my opinion. Unless I'm looking at this wrong, and I told you I don't know how to do Instagram. I'm on Dorian Singer's page, and it's empty. It says no fo- no posts, no stories. But he somehow has twenty thousand followers. Um, so it says wide receiver six five one. Uh, maybe I'm doing this wrong, Jade. How do I? I don't know if I can see a story or what. But uh, we'll we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, big news, and we'll talk to uh, Spencer Danielson tonight. Do, where mm-hmm. are they done though? I mean, maybe maybe they're going for another wide receiver, but um. Any other? I mean, if, if if you you know, you had a perfect world now, and you could add one or two more. I mean, what positions would you look at? I guess maybe you look at a, another wide receiver if you add somebody with production. I, I'll always say like, anytime you can add size and talent on on one of the uh, you know offensive or defensive line, then then you take it. But um, yeah, we'll we'll have to see because I I also think that they're running out of spots. Like I don't yes, I don't already well over yeah. So uh, there's um yeah there's something to that that they gotta they're gonna have to figure out. Now that doesn't mean that you don't you, you still recruit though like you still you still go through this process, but um I, I think they've done a lot of the heavy lifting and we'll dig into it and see if we can find any more on on if they're still trying to add or currently add, mm-hmm. but there there's bound to be movement in in the spring BJ like there there will be there's gonna be guys that leave and. Uh, once spring ball is settled and position battles start to become a little more clear, 
movement's going to happen and you have to be prepared to address those needs and those scholarships on on your team through the via the transfer portal as well are they getting griffey's kid i don't know yet man i don't been, know to, so whoever your source is on the recruiting coverage here man you've been all over it so i figured you'd know by now I don't, I don't know about that one. I think they're being a little patient with it, but that would be um, for a walk-on spot. Is that correct? That, that's my understanding. That, that's my understanding. He played at Florida and Florida A and M. Uh, played in about two dozen games. You know, finished there with what twenty-four tackles and a pick. Uh, looks like he's a special teams contributor. Um, that'd be that would either way though, man. That'd, would be awesome for Boise State. You know, Ken Griffey Jr.'s got Nike ties. Boise State's a Nike school. Yeah. Uh, they're getting new uniforms next year. So, you know, the things like that, I, I don't know if it helps them, hurts them, but I, well, I don't, it's not going to hurt them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I just don't know if I could handle you and Johnny just having Ken Griffey Jr. at the games and stuff and the practices and whatever else, particularly Johnny. I think that would be. I would give him his space, mostly just because of my few interactions with him. I don't, I don't know if he likes people just like coming up and and jumping in his grill. And I, I heard, was, a, I don't know, I heard a rumor when Johnny saw the picture that Ken Griffey Jr. was at the Steelheads game. He literally was about to get in his car and drive down there until his girlfriend was there. I don't know, but that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I, well, that's I actually was going to say. I had a number of people texting me pictures of him at the Steelheads game with with Tevin as well, and. Uh, I will say he he seemed cordial though. It didn't seem like you know he seemed like he was okay with it. So I'm sure he gets it everywhere he goes. More photos with his dad than him when he's the recruit on the visit. I mean, <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right, Jay. Appreciate your time, man. We'll let you rest your pipes a little for the game tonight. Uh, Seven o'clock, Mountain West Network, KTVB Plus, all the different KTVB uh, online digital platforms. Nick Duncan, Jay Tust. Uh, I guess I can say game of the year to this point, right? Biggest game oh, yeah. for Boise State at this point, Colorado State. Uh, just don't be too, uh, can we, you know, you get to, they're watching, they'll be watching you in Denver, Jay. You got to keep this as, uh, as neutral as I'll you can be, tonight. Come on. I'll be neutral. I'm ready to go. I'm, I, man, I, I straight up, I'm, I'm excited to see Isaiah Steven, the Colorado State. Like, I am, I'm eager to watch him. I, he, he's a guy that, uh, you know, years from now, you're, you'll talk about the time you got to see Isaiah play at Extra Mile Arena, in my opinion. No doubt. Should be another classic game tonight. The mm -hmm. head coach of Colorado State, Nico Medved, uh, kind enough to join us on Bronco Nation News. We're going to hear a, an interview with Nico Medved coming up in 90 seconds. Got to take another quick commercial break. Lots of positive stuff about the Mountain West and Boise State and Leon Rice from Nico Medved. We're uh, rolling along on game day. We'll keep this thing going. Nico Medved joining us next here on Bronco Nation News. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society. They've also stepped up their support of Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support of Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Bronco student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford, 
couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. All right, we're back. Bronco Nation News live here on a game day for Boise State, getting set to face Nico Medved and Colorado State. And, uh, Coach, really appreciate your time uh, giving us a few minutes. Uh, we talked to you media days and had a chance uh, after last year's game in Boise to chat, and you're always uh, willing to give us time even for the opposing media here in Boise. So uh, we appreciate it. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, great to be on. Uh, appreciate it. Anytime we get a chance to talk some Mountain West hoops, I'm uh, I'm game. Three teams now in the top 20 of the Associated Press poll that came out. I know you coaches don't care a whole lot about rankings and all that, but uh, uh, you guys stay in at number 17. Now we got San Diego State, Utah State in there. I mean, uh, the metrics, you know, continue to look impressive. And I know we previewed it back in October and thought this was going to be the case. But, uh, man, this conference is turning out to be uh, something special. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I know, you know, we always like to say, well, the, the, the league's as good as I uh, ever remember it, but – boy, it is as good as I ever remember it being in the league as an assistant and head coach. I, I think back to those days when, uh, you know, it was, uh, Kawhi Leonard and, you know, Jimmer Fredette was in the league at Utah that, that those years where I'm sorry, at BYU, where we were getting, uh, you know, four or five teams in the tournament every year. And it looks like we are, are well, uh, well back in that realm again. And, uh, what a great league, uh, so many terrific coaches and, players and venues and it's great to see people getting recognition and it's going to continue to be a great year in the league and sunday pj what uh I, I know that you guys were picked fifth in the preseason you're obviously right there at the top right now and even a utah state that you just played has done a better than a lot of a lot of people i think thought what, what do you make of i mean new mexico and san diego state people thought were going to be good uh boise state i know the record maybe is not where some want but uh i mean to have six teams at this point fighting for at large berths i mean i i know you guys thought it would be good but how do you explain just the the way that was it smart scheduling in the non-con just teams being better how, how do you explain the, the league being this strong at this point it's a culmination of all those things. I think, you know, over time you, you've seen programs just continue to get better and better. And, you know, schools that invest in basketball, uh, uh, um, uh, the coaching, the players, uh, the venues, I mean, all those things. I think the the league has done a really good job of scheduling uh, in the non-con, like you said, and then, you know, been fortunate to have success and, and, and win games and, um, that's what, what makes metrics improve. And then as we get into league play, obviously we've got the strength of our league is, is terrific. And so, um, that allows you to continue to have, you know, great opportunities in the league to improve your resume and, and that, that, and that, then we are where we are. And so I think it's a culmination of all those things, like you said, and, um, hopefully that's something we can continue going. I mean, I remember in, uh, the conference meetings this year, we talked about, and, I did how I, I remember that when I was an assistant in the Mountain West and we had those two back-to-back -back years, you know, four teams, five teams. And then really the league kind of took a little bit of a dip for a while. Mm -hmm. And now we're coming off, you know, back-to-back -back years with four teams in the tournament. And now to have an opportunity again to get multiple teams in, hopefully we've turned that corner and we can continue to be that type of league. And I don't care what anyone says, this is a high major basketball league. You know, that's, yeah. that's what it is. And, that's the trend that we've got to continue on. 
and not not only four in back-to-back years, but six different teams from the league have made the NCAA tournament in the past uh, two years. And uh, you guys go, I know it was a tough one uh, on the road in Logan the other night, and I, I half wasn't sure if you'd still want to come on after the game the other night, but we uh, appreciate it. And, and just that game, going into that environment and and that atmosphere uh, you know, early in conference play, I mean, you guys have had the, the gauntlet here with New Mexico at home and then Utah State and now Boise State. I mean, probably the first three hardest games in conference for anybody so far, but uh, what, what were your takeaways after watching the film of the game the other night in Logan? Well, you know, Utah State's a terrific team. I mean, Danny's done a great job. You know, they've got uh, um, some guys that have been with him at Montana State that really know how to play, uh, know the culture that he wants in his program. And you've been there before. The the spectrum, like a lot of venues in our league, when it's sold out and rocking is 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 really really difficult to play in and so it was everything you would have expected in that kind of a game you know we had our opportunities and you know they made some more plays than we did down the stretch but you know the way i look at it when you're in these the, these leagues and you put everything you have into every game and you put everything you have into that game and if it goes your way or if it doesn't go your way you've got to quickly learn and move past it and get ready for the next one so you know any time that we spend still dwelling on what happened in logan uh, we're not going to be ready for, which is going to be equally as difficult of a test here uh, um, against Boise. So uh, you've quickly got to get over winning and losing and move on to the next game because every one of these is going to be a bear. There's obviously been a lot of talk of Isaiah Stevens. I know we talked about him back in media days, but uh, did uh, within the last couple of weeks break the, the scoring record. Uh, already has the assist record and I mean, just the efficiency, 40 over 46% from three-point range, 53% from the field, 80-plus percent from the foul line, uh, well over 17 points a game, and then, oh, yeah, 7.4 assists per game as well. I mean, I, I know you're not surprised. This is kind of what everybody expected from him this year, but to, to uh, do it again with the microscope and everything of coming back and to be leading your team, uh, how impressive has Isaiah Stevens been this year? I mean, it just, you know, like you said, it, it's been incredibly impressive and, you know, you're, you're just living with it every day and you don't always take a step back sometimes to appreciate it, but um, he just continues to improve and get better. Uh, he's a tremendous leader in person. He's got such great command of, of what we want to do and how we want to play. And you know, that permeates down through the rest of our, of our team. And I uh, just played it at an incredibly high level, you know, night in and night out and, um, it's been a blessing to coach him. It's just hard to imagine him not, uh, not being here, but it's been great for him, you know, to, to, to bet on coming back for a fifth year after last year, you know, didn't go the way that we, uh, that we wanted it to. And, um, it's great to see him and the team, you know, at least so far, uh, having success. And, uh, when a guy buys into your program, the way that he has, he, you really want success for him. And so he deserves everything he's been, deserves everything that he's gotten. BJ, you're uh, you're muted. Wow, that's funny. Usually, I'm having to tell the other people that. So <laughs> I appreciate. Hey, I do. Us head coaches, we do it all, man. <laughs> wow, I do it. That that might be a first for an opposing Mountain West coach to uh, call me out for being on mute. I, oh, the fans <laughs> usually the fans usually want me on mute uh, when I'm when I'm uh, commenting and things, but. Uh, uh, what I mean, it's it's no secret though, and I want to talk about some of the other guys in a second. But Isaiah Stevens is clearly at the top of every team's scouting report, and you're seeing teams try different things to take him away. And as I said, it's just not working. Like, uh, how have you noticed like teams just trying whatever they can to slow him down, and it's just whatever. It, it doesn't matter. He's still getting his 17 and seven plus every night. Well, I, I think what makes him unique is you know, yes, he can score, but 
you know, when you bring help to him, he's an, he's a, he's a, what he, he's still at heart, a playmaker, he's a point guard. And, you know, when you bring help to him, um, he's going to find the open guy. And I think, you know, we've got a trust level and connectedness on our team that, you know, we turn down a good shot for a great shot, at least when we're playing at our best. And so he's such a willing passer and playmaker. And um, so when you bring help to him or do whether it's a ball screen coverage or, or whatever it is, you know, he does such a great job of reading the help and, and making plays. And so um, I think like most coaches, like whenever you're, you're playing a great player, I mean, we're going to play, uh, I mean, Boise State's got a long list of, of great players who can really hurt you. And it's not about saying you're going to go in and stop them. It's how do we make them work? How do we try to slow them down? How do we try to make life as difficult as possible? And then when they make a great play, how do you get over it emotionally and just move on to the next one? Because that's what life is like. You're playing against great players, you know, every night and they make great plays and you just got to continue to make them work. But there's no secret formula to uh, to, to just shutting these guys down. I know with the 7.4 assists a game, that means some other guys are making some shots too. Uh, what's uh, I know he's he's not the only reason you guys are having a lot of success ranked in the top 20 right now. Three other guys averaging over 11.7 points per game. Uh, for for fans in Boise getting ready to check this game out, I mean, just just what uh, what have the other contributors done? It's I know he gets a lot of the headlines, but it's certainly not a one man show. No, you know, we, we've got a, a, a real balanced attack. And, you know, when we've been at our best, we've had multiple guys, you know, scoring. And, um, you know, Patrick Cartier is a guy who's really offensively playing at a high level. He's shooting the three, scoring in the lane and, you know, does some things within our offense to really create space. Uh, Neat Clifford has been uh, uh, has been absolutely tremendous. Um, um, he's playing efficiently um, on both ends of the floor. He's shooting it well. He's attacking the basket. Um, um, he's playing good defense. Uh, Joel Scott, you know, another transfer for us that's really, really been productive on both ends of the floor. And um, I could go on and on. You know, we've got a lot of guys, I think, who are really playing their roles well, um, who are making timely shots, who are making plays um, for each for each other. And I think that's what any good team has is, is you're connected and guys are really buying into their to their roles. And so Isaiah deservedly so gets, you know, the attention. It starts with him. But there's a lot of guys, I think, who are playing well for us. The uh, fans in Boise have, have finally bought into this team, Coach. The attendance is way up. It's going to be a near sellout, if not a sellout, on Tuesday. You obviously just experienced a crazy atmosphere a couple of nights ago. I assume that'll help. But uh, currently the nation's longest home court winning streak is uh, Extra Mile Arena in Boise, 21 straight games. Uh, just your thoughts on the challenge of another road environment, another uh, packed house, which I'm sure you're going to see plenty this year with how you guys are playing. But uh, as you said, it won't be any easier against Boise State here in Boise. Oh gosh, no! Um, terrific program. I mean, starts with with Leon and his staff. You know, they've been doing it for a long time. They've got you know great players. Tyson Dagenhart's one of the best players in our league. He just every time you pop on the film and watch him play, he's so under control. Uh, hurts you in so many different ways. Uh, Ogbo can make shots from everywhere. Seems like he can throw them in from the upper deck, even when you're there. And uh, Omar Stanley, I mean, you're coming off a 30 point game. I mean, Max, I go on and on. I mean, these guys are are, are so well coached. They're connected. Uh, they know what they're in the, and they're used to winning. And so, um, yeah, I'm expecting that. I think I saw that our night school started back here in Boise. So I'd expect nothing less. And 
to me, it's what makes college basketball great. And it's part of, you know, we go back to talking about why our league's doing so well. It's because you've got fan bases and places that care so much about college basketball and, you know, we'll play sold out. It'll be close to sold out there. It's going to be that way in the pit. It's going to be that way in Viejas. And you know what, BJ, when you guys come back to Fort Collins, it'll be sold out at our place too, uh, more than likely. And so that's what you got to love as a, as a competitor and, and it's, it's what you work towards. And so it's going to be a tremendous challenge for our team, but you know, we're looking forward to it. If you want to compete in the league, you got to find a way to go give yourself a chance in these kind of environments. How uh, how did you guys handle the environment on Saturday? And and do you think having that out of the way, that first kind of rough crowd, full loud experience in conference play, what will help you guys? I think we did. I mean, you know, we we had the lead a, a good portion of of the game, and um, Utah State did a great job of really you know hanging there. Then they really made a run late, and yeah, the crowd is loud. They get into it. You know, they. I think a lot of times in those environments too, it's just the home team plays with more juice and energy and they feed off their crowd. But I think the trick is you have to try to, to feed off that too. And so we know it's difficult. We know Boise is going to play at a high level, but you know, hopefully I think when the game starts, you really just try to tune that out and just live in the, in the moment of the, of the game. And so, you know, we've got a battle tested group, much like Boise, we've played a difficult schedule. We've been on the road, we've been in neutral um, environments and, and uh, we know it's going to be hard and, uh, um, but you know, the biggest issue, um, the crowd's an issue, but it's not the crowd. That's the biggest problem. It's the players on the other side that Boise yeah. has that we're playing against. That's the biggest concern. What do you make coach? Because I mean, they're number 70 in the net. They're the low sixties in compound. They really challenged themselves in the non-conference and played some, a really tough schedule and maybe, you know, didn't win a couple of the games they were hoping to maybe weren't rewarded as much as they hoped in some of the metrics by playing a tough schedule. Um, I mean, a lot of people thought this was an NCAA tournament team. They've obviously got some work to do here in conference. The fans in Boise, obviously are kind of waiting to see here what's going to happen in conference play, but what do you make of what the numbers say about Boise state versus the, the quality on the, on the court? I haven't paid much attention to the numbers. I mean, again, they did and rightfully so they challenged themselves and they're probably, you know, like all of us, a couple games, we were fortunate enough to win for them. It didn't go their way, but there's a lot of basketball left to be played just because someone is sitting. I don't pay it. You know, you, you look at them, but listen, we're only halfway through the season, right? So that only tells half the story. Now you got to go and continue to do it just because, you know, we're in the position we're in now doesn't guarantee anything in six weeks. Sure. Um, and the same for them, just because, you know, so I just look at the film and I watch this team play and I know uh, what they do, how they're coached, the players that they have that have done it before. You're talking about guys that have done it before. So, so again, like um, there's no question, like Boise is going to be right there fighting for, you know, by the end of the year, I have no doubt. And hopefully we are too. And, you know, this is just another battle. And, and the way I look at it is big game, both teams, but whoever wins it and whoever loses it, uh, uh, got a lot more of them coming. <laughs> I got another one the next Friday and Saturday. And so you've just got to find a way to, to, to keep, to keep going. And so Boise will be right there at the end. They're a terrific team and, and, uh, uh terrific players. And so, um, I have no doubt they're going to be a factor. Yeah, it's crazy. You look at the schedule, and there's not very many off nights in this league, Coach. I mean, Boise yeah. State goes to Reno on Friday. You've had this gauntlet. Then next week, Boise State's got San Diego State coming to town. I mean, it is crazy. Uh, every game, you got to bring it. Uh, I guess final thing, Coach. I know you, you're in your little bubble there in the hotel, and you obviously live in one of the, the best cities in the Mountain West in Fort Collins, uh, beautiful cities. But do you get a chance to walk on the green belt, or is there anything, anything you get to do about uh, Boise? That we, is the town treating you okay while you're here? 
Yeah, I like Boise a lot. You know, I I, I agree with you. I think uh, um, us and them, I'm a little biased. We live in two of the best places in the country to live and two of the best. So it's awesome. I love where I live. The Boise is a really good town. And, you know, we'll see a lot of times I like to go for a run in opposing teams, uh, uh, opposing cities. Okay. I, mean, I grew up in Minnesota, um, but it's a little <laughs> chilly out there, BJ. I don't know, man. I mean, they got it. We're staying at the Grove here. Okay. Great, uh, great hotel, and they got yeah. a nice little workout facility here. But I'll probably I'll make my way out for at least a walk and, and yeah, the town. I like to 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 get outside, and so yeah, it's a it's a great community. There's a lot of great places in the in the Mountain West, but this is uh, this is a good one. Well, you're not too far from the uh, green belt there. It's a path right along the Boise River, right through the downtown area there and right along the stadium. So you can uh, – that that's the spot. If you got an extra sweatshirt or something, you'll be good. But, uh, Coach, we really appreciate your time. Looking forward to hopefully catching up with you after the game as well. And uh, enjoy the rest of your time in town. Good luck uh, not only against Boise State but the rest of the season. And uh, truly appreciate you. Uh, you got a lot of work to do, giving us 15 minutes of your time. And, and uh, we'll, we'll see you at Extra Mile Arena. I appreciate you anytime, BJ. There he is, Nico Medved. We appreciate him for coming on. Again, want to shout out Bronco Brew Coffee. Make sure you uh, check them out. Helping Boise State University Athletics with every sip. Bronco Brew Coffee is a uh, great way to uh, help support the NIL game at Boise State and have some great coffee at the exact same time. So uh, roasted to order, fresh made coffee, broncobrew.coffee. Go check it out, and uh, you're helping Boise State. You can pick an athlete on there, and a couple bucks of your purchase goes straight to your athlete of choice that you want to help out and uh it's a new innovative thing and uh, again they're they're uh ponying up and costs a lot of money to have that boise state logo on your uh, on your product there so uh support them return the favor broncobrew.coffee and uh, i am uh back in in town and trying to uh you know shed off the uh holiday 15 as they say and uh, lose some weight and i'm back on the lean feast train i went in there yesterday got some meals had it for lunch and dinner last night i highly recommend lean feast folks they got tyson degenhart and ashton genty on some nil deals uh, you will not be disappointed it's perfect if you're someone that's on the go for lunch and need something quick in the microwave at work or wherever um, you go in there, you can order ahead of time online, Lean Feast, and it, the website there at the bottom is actually wrong now. It's updated to leanfeastmeridian.com, leanfeastmeridian.com, and you go check it out. You can order all online within two hours, go pick it up, or you just go into their store there and see everything they have to offer and make your meals, and uh, they'll put them right there, and like that photo on the top left there where they just make the meals right there for you, and, and then uh, all it takes is like two minutes and 30 seconds in the microwave, and, and you're ready to go, and you're eating surf and turf and fresh steak and chicken and shrimp, so thanks to Dave and the crew over at Lean Feast. Highly, highly uh, recommend Lean Feast if you're looking for some healthy eating, and, and I think it'd be a great spot to uh, get back on track here uh, in the, uh, in the new year. So, uh, thanks again to Nico Medved, uh, for joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview. Easy guy to, uh, easy guy to, uh, to root for and to like, and actually a lot of the coaches in the mountain West are, I think Brian Dutcher at San Diego state is a really nice guy. I think a lot of the coaches in the mountain West are, are, uh, have always been, uh, nice with their time and, uh, hoping to get, uh, Steve Alford sent the uh, email request. We'll see, but I'd like to try to do this, uh, you know, in advance of these games as much as possible. So I did reach out and ask about getting Steve Alford on the show either Thursday or Friday, and we'll see if we can do that ahead of the game on Friday night in Reno. So excuse me. Appreciate you guys for checking us out today. Again, don't forget about our contest. We had a couple people sign up yesterday. Grand prize, all yearly subscribers. You got to be a yearly subscriber to BNN. And if you're a yearly annual subscriber, which by the way, is just 50 bucks right now using the promo code BNN 50 deal, you'll be eligible to win a private jet trip for two to San Diego uh, for the uh, final game of the regular season. You get a hotel night, 
and a lot of stuff included. So check it out at uh, BroncoNationNews.com. And every Friday leading up to the grand prize drawing in early February, every Friday we'll be giving away some items. And this Friday is the uh, the chair, Cutwater Spirits uh, chair, a really nice wooden chair. And uh, we've got that's going to come with some uh, – Lime margaritas from Cutwater, some peppermint white Russians, some espresso martinis, and uh, we're giving away some Cutwaters, giving away some gift cards, and we're giving away this chair on Friday for all yearly subscribers. So make sure you check us out Friday morning. We'll be live from Reno uh, getting set for the basketball game. BNN 50 deal, again, is that promo code to get a full year for just $50. And as I said, the grand prize went down to Las Vegas last year, had a great time, and now we're uh, heading to uh, San Diego this year and looking forward to that. So uh, going to be a lot of fun tonight. We'll have the Lithia Ford of Boise pregame show six o'clock. We'll be live around six o'clock. We'll show you a live look at warmups. The players warming up. Abe Jackson will join me. Uh, might get a John Mallory appearance as well. Uh, may play a portion of this Nico Medved interview again as well. I thought it was good stuff of him uh, talking about Boise State, but uh, really excited. Huge game tonight for Boise State. Obviously, if there's any more football news, we'll be uh, following that as well. Um, I do think the uh, Dorian Singer, uh, Big Judd's thing is not accurate from what I can tell. Um, we'll have to see if we can find that out or not. Uh, not. Jesse, I know you weren't trying to pull a fast one there, but I don't know if that's actually accurate or not. So uh, we'll be tracking all the football news. And again, at halftime of the game tonight, Spencer Danielson will talk to the media and we'll get that uh, up to our YouTube channel and then we'll play it on tomorrow's show as well. Um, so check for that. And that means that Spencer and some of the football players probably going to be at the game tonight. So, uh, going to be a, a packed house should be a lot of fun. If you see uh, the rains boys or my wife, Karen, make sure you say hello to them. And I know it's going to be a fun time tonight for everybody going to extra mile arena. Nice seven o'clock tip. I mean, they got a home game later this year that starts at 9 PM. We'll worry about that later. Uh, seven o'clock prime time tonight. You'll be home at, you know, nine 30, um, should be an awesome night tonight. And again, Jay Tust will have the Mountain West Network call with Nick Duncan, Abe Jackson, Bob Beeler on the 670 KBOI call as well. Um, so uh, should be a lot of fun. Again, we'll be live with the pregame show about 6 o'clock. And then uh, on the postgame show, we'll have highlights. We'll have interviews with Leon Rice, some players, uh, Nico Medved. I'm going to try to start getting the opposing Mountain West coaches as much as I can, too, on the postgame show. So um, full coverage, pregame, postgame, Bronco Nation News, our YouTube our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram accounts streaming live. So make sure you're subscribing and following all them. And if you're able to help us out with that $50 subscription, uh, it's just one-time fee for the entire year, 50 bucks, BNN, 50 deals, the promo code at bronconationnews.com. And you get a daily email, some other exclusive access, and then you get uh, weekly drawings and prizes and things. Uh, like I said, that, that private jet trip to San Diego, got to be a subscriber uh, for that. So appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, drive safe in the weather. And we'll see you tonight, Extra Mile Arena. There's a few tickets left. So if you're on the fence and you want to go, uh, $20 tickets, go scoop them up. Should be a electric atmosphere tonight. Going to be a lot of fun. And, again, this would be the third best win in the history of Boise State basketball if they're able to get it tonight. The number 17-ranked team in the country uh, here tonight. They're 13-2. and two. They've got some really impressive wins. They already beat Creighton, who was ranked number 8th, I think, at the time. Um, they're, they're rolling along right now, and they're playing really, really well. I know they lost in Logan the other night, but, again, Utah State was favored. And guess what? Utah State's ranked number 20 in the poll this week, too, I think. So, um no shame in losing that game. Three teams in the top 20 in the poll right now. Boise State will see another one of them in San Diego State next week. But uh, big game tonight. Should be one of those classic electric fun atmospheres at Extra Mile Arena. Go get your tickets if you don't have them. Uh, if you do, 
Uh, we'll see you there at Extra Mile Arena. And if you're not heading to the game, uh, don't live in the area, we will see you on the Lithia Ford of Boise pregame show, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Live interviews, live look at warm-ups. We'll get you set. So go subscribe if you can, bronconationnews.com. Use that promo code BNN50DEAL. Make sure you're subscribing to all of our social media channels. Appreciate you guys. Going to be a fun day, one of those long days to get us uh, get us to tonight. So I uh, hope work and everything goes okay. And uh, we'll see you tonight, 6 o'clock, on the pregame show from Extra Mile Arena. Again, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Thanks to Jay Tust. Thanks to my wife, Karen. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you here in a couple hours. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.